Let's, let's just do it. You're good, yeah? All right. Okay, we are live. Um, hey, everyone. Welcome again to another episode of the Sound of Accra podcast. We've got a great episode for you today. Um, in the hot seat today, we have my man, the one you only, Kobina Wood Ando. I'm saying it with a Guardian accent, guys. Kobina Wood Ando or Kobina. How you doing, my, my guy? I'm doing great, bro. I'm doing really good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I've been waiting for this one for quite some time now. Mm. I know we want to do an episode, um, I think, just before lockdown or yeah. maybe during the lockdown period and do like a virtual one. But nothing's better than having someone in the flesh next to me, a fellow brother, a yeah. fellow a fellow Kobina, because I'm actually also Kobina as well. Um, I don't know if you knew that. Um, Papa Kobina. Yeah. The funny thing is my, people complain about my middle names being in the, my Ghanaians being in the middle. So my full name, actually, I won't give up my full name, but, but <laughs> <laughs> so you guys can try and I know my birth certificate or something like that. Mate, but anyway, yeah. Papa Kobna is Mensa is like one of my my middle Ghanaian names kind of okay. thing. So I'm also Kobna as well, man. So hey, yeah, hey, come on, yeah, man. No wonder we have uh, this kind of family connection kind of thing. I feel like you're actually my brother, and obviously, yeah, you know, our right families right. get on, which is fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, bro, it's great to have you on the show. Yes, How are you feeling? I feel all right. Yeah, yeah. what you been up right. to? Um, <laughs> a lot like yeah. work and yeah, just going on the grind and just taking life as it comes. That's that's what it's about, man. Yeah. And because obviously that the industry that, that you're based in, obviously yeah. it involves working with actual people than just doing stuff online. Yeah, um, I'm sure you're you're more busy than anything you've ever been before. Right? Yeah, because the lockdowns and, and things like that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So I mean, if you're listening to the if you're listening for the first time, guys, just to remind you, um, I go by the name of Adrian Daniels, and this is the Sound of a Crowd podcast. Uh, this is the show where we chat with colorful creatives and entrepreneurs from a Ghanaian heritage or interest bringing you one step closer to Accra, promoting global Guardian excellence to the world. Uh, for today's episode, um, if you want to head over to the soundofacra.com forward slash Kobina, that's K-O-B-I-N-A, you'll be able to get all of the show notes, the references, the key links, and all of the resources from today's show. And uh, yeah, be sure to subscribe and to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and to subscribe on YouTube and all of that good stuff. All right. Okay, I mean, let's get into the show. So usually, Kobina, I don't want to make the show predictable because I'll start talking about, okay, how did you get into this and all that kind of stuff. Um, we can touch upon that a little bit later. Let's make it a little bit less predictable. Yeah. So I think let's let, let's talk about um, let's talk about the industry that you're in right now. So factual factual TV. Yeah. Um, so you're you're producer, right? A TV producer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an assistant producer. Assistant yeah. producer. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. We will talk about how you kind of got to that stage and mm. and why you went down that route. Um, let's let's talk about some of the shows that you've worked on. Um, some of the shows that you actually enjoy watching outside of um doing doing the doing the job and yeah. some of the shows maybe we both watched like you know some of the American TV you know British maybe factual TV shows that we've kind of grown up watching or that's maybe made away from mainstream media and things mm. like that. Maybe we can go into that. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> no pressure. I mean, just you can just share what you're comfortable with sharing and what you what you, what you wanna and what you like the um the ones that you liked to work on and the ones you like to watch. Okay. So the programs I've worked on, I've worked on quite a lot of shows now. Um, because actually, we'll go into this bit a bit later. But yeah, we like can go the, into it later. 
the television industry is uh-huh. is a freelance industry. So yeah. everybody jumped from show to show to show. So the, my credits range from like I've done like four in a bed, come dine with me, mm. um, to like more serious stuff like okay. rich kids go homeless, born wow. famous. Yeah. That was like like I've done loads of controversial sort of like topic so like channel four yeah. channel five shows that's channel four channel five, five they yeah. always have these kind of attention grabbing yeah head- titles isn't it yeah it's like oh my gosh like that looks interesting so like, yeah. watch it you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like kind yeah, of yeah. 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 yeah yeah i mean come down with me is quite popular it's quite quite very popular, popular very popular yeah that was quite that was quite fun to sort of work on but more my background yeah so i in factual TV, there's so many different departments yeah. um, with um, well, sort of genres within factual. So there is factual in general. Then there's um, like history, factual history. Then there is um, observational documentaries, yeah. and there is documentaries. There's just so many. Um, there's just so many things into it, and Love. the reason why it's there's so many sort of departments within the factual side. Um, in television is is because of the way and how the program is shot. Mm-hmm. So actually, um, this um, I worked on Rap Game, the Rap Game um, UK mm-hmm. um, earlier this year. Okay, and normally you would think that is a maybe a reality show or something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Have you watched the Rap Game? I, could, I haven't, but I've, oh, I've heard about. Oh, it you've actually. heard of yeah. that? Yeah, I, is it, I think it reminds me of a few shows that I used to kind of see maybe on MTV or yeah. You know, is it like making the band or yeah, so VH1 type of shows? Yeah, it's a it's a music type of show. Actually, the format it was originally from America. Um, the producer Jermaine Dupree, it was his oh, show. Yeah, okay, it was his and show. They brought it to the, they brought UK. And version. they brought it to the UK. Oh, so, so many shows yeah. like that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so he sold the format on, yeah. um, onto the U uh, onto the UK. So, okay. um, Kreps and Conan are the judges on there, but DJ okay. Target present the program. No way. So yeah, it's a music <laughs> show where at the end of it they um they kind of like win like a sort of deal or like to release a single or something like like that that. but um yeah the way that's a that program is yeah is a documentary is an observational doc and the reason why that is an observational doc is because of the way how it's shot so like you'd think it's a competition and that but actually the show delves in in the people's stories yeah about how they got to it's very clever the way how they do it <laughs> um yeah because then they talk about like stuff about what they've got not like what they're what they're going through because i don't yeah. believe i also i'm not a believer where not every story has to be uh it, a sad story it can be a happy a story. story like an x factor yeah oh, this yeah i don't uh, yeah that. yeah yeah, yeah yeah i'm not i'm not here for like ex- stories that is exploiting yeah. people's vulnerability no yeah. it's just showing them about what they have gone through and all of that but yeah just showing a bit of a positive light um to it so yeah so like the rap game is a observational doc there's so many a lot of the, my shows of observational documentaries i do yeah okay yeah and why would you say it's called observational because um, essentially with, with these shows it's just literally just you know people just trying to compete in you know in this kind of competition where yeah. you know, eventually you'll be shortlisted to like the final maybe one or two or three or four and then obviously they win the prize yeah what's so observational about it because it, like do, do you get to see what happens in their life outside of like maybe performing to the judges and things like that is that what you mean by observational no so what i mean is that what i was saying before the way how it's observational yeah so in a way that you're seeing their life yeah. but it's the way how it's shot 
yeah. the way how the way how it how it's yeah it's the way it's the feel of the program it's the way how it's like it's like for instance like x factor is very like entertainment like it's a very light bouncy whereas <laughs> this one here they do sort of dwell, delve in and talk about um political um stuff like politically like what's going on in the world stuff what's going on with them in their past and all yeah. of that where it's also a music show but also a show that explores um story so it's a show that has a lot of storytelling to it. Okay. So okay. yeah, whereas sense, yeah. X Factor yeah. was po- it's probably it's like surface level it's surface entertainment, entertainment, but entertainment, yeah. yeah. You see, a, you see a little bit of their life, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. You don't like really get to see it as much as these types. Yes, of where yeah. You really, I mean, the, the camera really follows around yeah. these people, and you get to explore, get to know the person. Yeah. But w- would you say something like The Apprentice is that more kind of observational because you don't because you get to, you kind of get to know the person mm-hmm. outside of you know the boardroom and outside of doing the time in, in a sense i would say um the pre- the apprentice is more factual entertainment entertainment so, okay. yeah so factual entertainment is programs so there's uh, actually sub categories yeah there's it's some categories so yeah so i would put the apprentice um within the category as come dine with me okay actually or like fall in a bed because it is a sort of competition show but yeah. you're not um but the thing with the apprentice you're not they're not delving it's not too much about their like it's more about them their personality yeah and how they interact and how far they get into the competition so yeah. it's more within that so the same way format as come down with me you're not going and finding about their it's not about their life story and that it's mm-hmm. about they might just do a little backstory about the people but it's more about how they cook and how they um get um, yeah, and how far they do yeah. in the competition. And currently, yeah. right now, I'm working on um, MasterChef am- amateurs wow. at the moment. Fantastic. Yeah, so wait, that series is actually coming out like next year. So we're still currently filming it. Yeah, right so much now. content out there. Like. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. It's, it's good. Job, yeah, it's good. And even MasterChef, actually, MasterChef comes under factual entertainment because, yeah. yes, they talk about their story in that, but it's more about how well they do in the competition and about their food journey. Yeah. So, yeah, whereas, is that what I was saying? Observational doc is story 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 like yeah they push the story more more than actual, it's more the story yeah than yeah, yeah. The actual kind of like yeah. performance of yeah 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 what, what they're there to do yeah. and that, also that makes sense. and that also makes you sense. don't know where the story can lead on to as well it's true yeah yeah and it makes it's quite interesting because these are the type of shows where um the audience really connects with, with the, yes with that i wouldn't say the characters but with the real life yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, people to take them part in the show and yeah. you know you want to you want to find out what hap- what's happening with them yeah, after yeah. the show finishes and exactly. you go and follow them on social media right. and you go and try and um you know subscribe to right. different things and it makes a lot of sense yeah yeah like, wow, okay cool man definitely i think you've definitely worked on a very interesting um portfolio of, of, of projects so congratulations on that oh, thank you Cheers. um i mean factual tv i mean <laughs> Factual, I mean, a little bit reality. Mm. I mean, I've watched quite a bit of factual TV growing up, but yeah. I think more so kind of maybe like reality TV, but you know, that's more kind of produced. It's, it's not really, um, you know, fully, fully organic. So, I mean, like like the Big Brothers, you know, Flavor of Love, uh, oh, yeah. Making oh, the Band. God. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. So I mean, geez. these are, I think these are probably some of the, sh- the reality factual mm. kind of TV. Kind of, maybe not as factual. I put it as reality. reality. That's more reality. reality. Yeah. yeah, that's more reality, reality yeah. in a in yeah. a way. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, yeah. you're, it's, like for instance, Love Island is reality, reality, yeah. re- reality TV. Like shows like Geordie Shaw, 
shows <laughs> like just tattoos yeah. and all of that or, or actually now even there's a sh- um, married at first sight uk yeah. oh wow i think i've seen i think i've seen that one oh, that's my show I love it. <laughs> I, absolutely one thing is i do love watching reality tv actually is that the one have you watched um there's another one called love think, is blind n- not another is blind 90 90 days that's it. oh yeah uh, yes. discovery that's plus it. yeah 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 i watched yeah, a little yeah. bit of that yeah i've got a sub- discovery plus yeah 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 uh, that, un- undercover billionaire was another show i really, really oh yeah enjoyed. yeah and that was factual yeah and i really enjoyed that and then i went on to kind of consume the rest of their content that they yeah, produce. Yeah. 90 Day Fiance is a very, very interesting concept. Very interesting. concept. Very interesting. <laughs> very emotional as well. It's like, very, wow, I don't know what to feel. I don't know how to feel here. Yeah, <laughs> that's a wild one. That yeah. is that is, that is is a wild <laughs> one. And that is, it's like, oh. Yeah. But even like Married at First Sight UK, that there is a, it, you know what? That could even be, that could be from reality slash observational documentary yeah. because the feel of it is a reality show, but actually they delve in more about their story. So there's loads of storytelling within Married at First Sight UK where it's like, and including Love is Blind, it's a reality show, show, but it's it, there's a lot of storytelling where you there don't is. know what could happen true. where where the story can go so it's that's true, why that true. comes into an yeah. observational doc and i think it makes yeah. it, it makes for a compelling watch because it yeah. makes the the audience want to kind of continue to watch this right. what happens next kind of thing right whereas with something like big brother just like it's a bit more predictable like okay this person oh, God, you, you yeah. see what this character is like i mean it's gone now isn't it i mean it's finally yeah, yeah, gone yeah. you know after all those years but oh, i mean God. i think it was like yeah that was i mean it's not really factual i wouldn't know but anyway yeah, yeah that's yeah. a conversation for another day yeah but yeah talk us um i mean i mean you've worked on clearly worked on quite a number of projects yeah were there any projects that you worked on that you know that that flopped that weren't very successful that maybe got axed after you worked on it and maybe you weren't happy about that that's a hard one yeah on the top of your head has there been any really not, not really any flops that you've worked on. I haven't worked on a flop. Yeah, I don't open, think, open, not even to blow my own trumpet, but no, I don't, true. I don't think I, I've either worked, but then the thing about with what I work on, it's normally, a, so a documentary is like mm. a single hand doc mm. in that way. So sometimes there's no store, there's, there's nothing to follow up it after. Like yeah. I did a show on channel four um, called Born Famous. Yeah. And it had like Gordon Ramsay, um Mel B, yeah, Paul yeah. Lintz. So nice. basically, yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. That's so it had it had all of them. So basically the program was about um celebrities, their children go back to their go back to their parents' hometown and see what life would have been like if they hadn't found fame. Okay. Yeah. So wow. that's yeah. quite an interesting concept. It's yeah. quite it's a it's a very yeah. interesting um concept. And I mean that was a one off that was a one off series. It was a documentary series, yeah. but it didn't come back again. Okay, so it, it really didn't. So basically, what you're saying is these are some example of shows that maybe they just had like a, a season. If anything, it had a season. Pilot. It had a season, and not everything is about a flop. Sometimes yeah. it might just be if the channel are willing to recommission it, it again, again, yeah, and all of that. Because I have okay. worked on shows, yeah, where like I've been part of the developing the format mm-hmm. and then worked on it, and then it's come back with another series. It just depends on okay. where 
um, where it where it goes at the it end makes of the sense, day. Yeah, so you gotta, yeah, you got to look at budget. You got to look budget, at um, yeah. the the popularity, the the view, the viewing, exactly. the viewing stats, and things like that. Exactly. It's all, you all got to take it into account. Exactly. Exactly. Some, some shoes get axed because they just didn't perform that well. Exactly. And like I don't have that. I don't have that control. It's the channel at the end of the day. So it's true. No, it, make, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. And is there any kind? Of, is, was there a particular show that you worked on that you know you're really proud of, or that's really been successful? I mean, Come Down with Me, of course, is quite successful. Yeah, that's been quite, but. Yeah, that was done way before. That's been going on for years. For years, yeah. yeah. What show have I... I would say... Or your favourite show maybe you've worked on. I would always... Actually, there's a show that I worked on. It's coming on Channel 5. But it's meant to be... I don't know when. It should be coming out sometime this year or maybe early next year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's quite a few. Actually, I was proud of the rap game. Yeah. I was really mm-hmm. proud of... I was really I was really proud of the rap game. It's a fun one, isn't it? That was a fun... That was a really... <laughs> that, was a, that was a fun one. I was, I was yeah. proud of that because, like, the team, like, we worked so well as a team, like, to, like, to collaborate and to put out some good content yeah. um, on there. What other show? I really enjoyed... Um, I worked on a show a couple of years ago, Rich Kids Skint Holiday. Okay. I've so, seen a little bit of one episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It's not everybody's cup of tea. And, and yeah. you know what, to be quite honest, I don't get offended if people don't watch the shows I work on. It's like, yeah. it's everyone. Because I, I know, I think we're in a couple of WhatsApp groups. I know you, you share some of the work that you've done. And, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but then I know, but it's also, and, and the thing is, t- watching show is all subjective. So I mean, yeah. what, I like you might not like at the end of the day. So I was like, <laughs> it's no, it's no, it's not that deep. It's but very true. Yeah, but I worked on a show called Rich Kids Skint Holiday, and um, that was a that was a good that was a good show because yeah, yeah there was a show Rich Kids Go Skin that was already established that was already there, mm-hmm. and then um, and then we it came out with another series, but they wanted to do like a sort of spin off okay. series of it, and it was like and then they were like and the show is basically about um mm-hmm. like a, a rich kid and they go to a family that are un- i hate saying the word poor because it's not that they're poor that and that's it's just not as it's fortunate. a stigma it, yeah. it's not as fortunate i think yeah. they need to get rid that stigma of it it's not that they're poor they're just mm. uh, they don't have as much um at the end of the day um but then they ba- the rich kid goes on holiday with the <laughs> With with that family, and then see what life is like. Like okay. you don't need a lot a lot of money to be to just have a bit of fun. Yeah. Um. But um, that show got recommissioned. Nice. Because also it must have quite must have been quite. Yeah. Successful for the series the that yeah the series that we worked on, we made it. Yeah. We made it good, and then yeah, yeah. Then it came back. So I was proud of that. So that was sorry, that was a bit long winded. No, yeah. it's fine. I yeah. think those are some of the concepts that are quite popular with with a Channel Four, Channel Five production. Like yeah. they'll take these interesting concepts, like a wife swap kind of concept. Like oh, yeah. this person, maybe this family's doing really well. This family's not doing so well. And then they yeah. swap them around, and yeah. their life gets changed because they see a whole new perspective right. of life, kind of thing, and experience what it's like to be somebody else's shoes. Yeah, yeah. So those kind of concepts, like this kind of, I wouldn't say it's fantasy, but it's like like what if kind of mm. what if kind yeah, of concept. What if. Yeah, yeah. Those concepts, those um TV shows they really bring things to life as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um actually while I've got you here, let's let's um quickly diverge a little bit. Okay. Before I want to go to the next segment. No sorry. Um so I think we just I mean I mean right now we're recording in October's Black History Month. Mm. Um, feel free to share what you want to share. Okay. And I think we just did a I d I'm not that not saying that you probably weren't involved in some of the shows, but I think Channel Four was it the week or Yeah, no, black like, black to front for a day yeah, yeah tell us your thoughts on that actually because that's quite interesting i thought 
it was amazing. Um, I I really enjoyed um, the concept yeah. um, of it. Um, I was actually meant to work on the program for it, but really? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, but then uh, something else. So I could have actually been part of it, but yeah, decided yeah. to do That's something good. else. But um, yeah, but I feel like Black to Font was it was good, and like I just hope. My only thing about certain stuff is like. Mm. Why do because everything everything was everything was good and I think that this is I know some people complain about oh why um they complain uh, you know what those people who complain a lot yeah kind of look deep inside and just have a, just take a step back and think my my only my only thing is that I want it to be a thing where like implement black programs on a de- on a on a weekly we- on a weekly yeah. basis not just have a day yeah but then there's a bit but then i am impressed of this is but god's willing this is a start yeah and the and and the shows i literally watched that all day i was working in between <laughs> i don't know how you did it i was working in between but i was just like <laughs> but i was like i'm going to go because so, some yeah. of my some of my friends worked on some of the programs nice. so i wanted to watch it even to support my um and my friends course, like yeah. colleagues who I've worked yeah. with but also like there's no point of me like screaming oh yeah like we need some change and all of that whereas um where I'm not exactly supporting the thing at the end Absolutely. of the day I don't know sometimes I feel like our community at times we're very quick to criticize without even watching because I remember there was even criticism criticism before it had even wow come out on the why TV why would people try and criticize something good I don't know. Yeah, there's and always there's always gonna be critics and anything and yeah. wherever you go. Yeah, that's just the name yeah. of the game. No, that's yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah. I just hope that yeah, this is just a start where we just start. We I don't want to be seen. Oh, one day, yeah, one day it needs to be all across all and across the board. Yeah, and what is also important is there needs to be diversity reflected from. If you see it on the screen, but behind the scenes, it can't just be a whole white crew True. and you don't see any. Body, especially if you're making a project based about black people. Yeah, I need to see half that crew, even the senior people. They all need to be. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Lie. They have to be black. True. You cannot be making a show about black people, but then there's no black people making the decisions at the end of the day. Facts. Or it makes absolutely no sense. Thanks. And that's how I feel like sometimes certain stuff get diluted down mm. because then. There's not enough black people. Before, There's no black people. The working yeah, all the language and all of that. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I've watched some shows, right? And it's you've. It's about black people, but I'm like, mm. this feels a bit too watered down because <laughs> I can tell the dialogue between. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think I really noticed too tough. Obviously, you working in the industry would oh, yeah. notice way more than I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because you, if you've seen the patterns, the trends, you know, yeah. in those types of shows, so you pick, you pick it up, which is quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I watched the um the breakfast oh, yeah. show with them. Um, AJ Dudu. That was and, so uh, good. Mo Gadigan. That was yeah. really good. I think yeah. AJ went to my university actually. Oh really? Yeah, I think she was maybe maybe a year. I, I don't think I'm saw it but I think she was a couple of years ago, oh okay like and then uh, what else did I watch I think I watched a little bit of the Hollyoaks thing I, th- I think was it was it Richard Blacker than the Hollyoaks I don't watch so anyway, properly I, I, I don't watch so properly I don't watch so properly <laughs> yeah so I should have said I should have I should have declared that part that I didn't watch that the Hollyoaks <laughs> <laughs> but it was quite interesting obviously yeah. they just focused on the black the, on the black family because obviously there's black families in these soaps like the EastEnders yeah. Hollyoaks you get like a black family yeah. that will get like a, like a few scenes and within the whole episode yeah 
And I think that's pretty much it. I think that's all pretty much watched. But it was it was good. Mm. Do you think the UK needs like a like obviously there's BET here, but do you think the UK needs like their very own BET? <laughs> it's got its own BET. I, 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 I know it. I, it does, but it's I mean, it's not B- always it's not always fully UK shows. You see American shows on it. That's why, in that sense. So, is the question that do you think that there needs to be more? Like, like a do you think is do you think if uh, black people aren't really gonna get their shot in like mainstream channels like on a constant basis like the channel fours, ITVs, BBCs, whatever, um, because it's obviously it's gonna be Caucasian dominated. Do you think we need like a BET, like a proper, like like, a, like our own kind of BET? Obviously, BET is here. Yeah. Um, but it, it has a mixture of UK and US pr- produced shows. Do you think we need like our own like dedicated UK type of BET, was just focused on black, black, black programming? You know what? I've gone to that point where. No, I think people should should just start doing their own thing. Just start doing their own thing. And yeah, because why do you more. need a corporate? Why do you now need another like a black? And that's why, and that's why I respect people like ZZ Mills. Yeah, um, she, was, she, was, she was on the Black to Front thing as well. She was on the Black to Front, but she created her own YouTube channel. Mm. Like she did that off the own of her own back, mm. and with her doing all of that, has exposed her to so many opportunities it's where true. these people are calling for her. Yeah, it's not. So that, that, and I think that's the only way things are going to go forward. Yeah. Like a lot of, I sh- like even since I've been in, in, in the industry, I've been in it for about six and a half years. Mm-hmm. And I can see since I started the way how talent is being scouted yeah. in TV, the way how th- the format as TV has changed within the last six years. Well, yeah. to be honest, I feel like TV's dying out. Was, everything mm. is going online now. Mm. Everything, everything is, everything, TV isn't as, glamorous how it was back in like the yeah. ni- the 90s or like the the early 2000s and it's, it's, all of that it's not because you have the internet because it's now competing with the internet now. you're competing with the internet yeah so that's the so that so that's the thing and mm. of course budgets are a lot less nowadays mm. like everywhere everywhere is online from streaming it's true yeah and it makes a lot of sense yeah and you see people like munya you see charks people like them yeah, Chucks, they funny. all started their platform online it's i don't true. remember them Back, back, back in those days, you would have to probably get an opportunity either on radio or yeah. get um, a blue, like a children's TV um, job, yeah, in order to build your portfolio in into making it into the big, in making it commercially, like true. On like Holly Wellaby, I remember her and Fern Cotton when yeah. I was like, on Smile TV or CBBC those days. And now they're on like this morning. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. an old, yeah. Back, man. Literally, <laughs> like Reggie Yates. Yeah, well, Reggie even, Yates. Even Shout I remember Reggie Yates. Yates. It, yeah, I even remember Reggie Yates when he was in Grange Hill those days. <laughs> for Grange Hill, then he wow. went to Children's TV. And yeah. now yeah. the internet has wiped that all out. Yeah. You can build your own platform. You do what you want. Yeah. yeah. That was a perfect segue because um, I yeah. think you know we're going to talk about you know is you know is this the last of a dying breed in terms of like maybe not even just factual TV but just in TV in general like mm. is now social media and the internet going to kill off like people watching general TV like you know the BBC One Channel Four Channel Five etc. But of course what they've cleverly done mm. Channel Four Channel Five you know these type of obviously BBC One obviously they've moved everything online mm. I, the iPlayer Four on demand ITV player mm. um, so I mean do, I mean do, do you see now social media and internet the YouTubers etc. taken taken over and in terms of like the stats so social media on, on the internet base creators going up whilst the thing the TV, normal TV steadily de- declining eventually and eventually be extent kind of thing I think TV would always still be around yeah 
this is gonna be sound so harsh, but the older generation, they until they die, <laughs> then it <laughs> then, makes sense, right? Yeah, it until because how many, how how much of how many people maybe let's say under 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 maybe under yeah. thirty five, yeah, yeah, watching exactly watching TV because people you got to think about it like this: people don't watch TV the way how they used to back then. So like I remember like back in those days even when i watched east when i used to watch these standards those days i'll have to make sure that i'm in the house at i don't know what time is it like eight o'clock when they <laughs> used to come on i know that if i miss it at eight o'clock if i miss it after i have to wait until sunday to watch the omnibus yeah even now the omnibus is um is off now but there's no point yeah. for it because now you can just watch it yeah. all online if you, you could and and the now thing netflix and netflix and all of that all this stuff wow it's just so much to it, compete th with. there's so much and like the thing is the way how we watch tv is very different we mm. All do a lot of, um, um, we all do a lot of um, what's not playback, but on demand. Yeah, like on demand. Like yeah, yeah. Like, we don't watch. We don't watch. TV, we don't watch live TV that no, much anymore. Yeah. I think another thing is with social media. Mm -hmm. Social media is here to stay because now social media can either hype up a program yeah. or it doesn't. So like now you've got things like Twitter. Mm -hmm. Like look at look for instance Squid Game. Yeah. how everybody i haven't watched squid game me but too it's not my kind of tv but anyway yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but with the squid game yeah ev like it became a trend every i mean i'm sure it's probably good Bro, but like social media heightened it up even more yeah now like twitter you got like on instagram now you've got these oh, uk yeah. you've got these uk blogs you've got like the shade room and all of that True. that can play a part within magnifying or like um, making people watch the program at the end of the day. So social media plays a part within it. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, yeah, just TV now, it's just, I think live TV is just not sustainable for like long, for the long term because people yeah. are a lot busier. There's, like there's more people that have gadgets. Like it's just... Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. answer your question. Yeah, I no, think that's perfect. I think yeah, I think it's yeah, I think you just, when the older generation died, then that's it. No, I don't know what's gonna say. Die. It's quite interesting. Give it another like I don't know, forty, fifty years. <laughs> then maybe like yeah, forty. No, maybe thirty-five. <laughs> you know, let me say yeah, probably about that. Time. Yeah, hopefully obviously we're all still around. Yeah, um, for real. Yeah, like um, it's it's interesting points because I think I in season two I had Jesse and he was actually with me um on, on the other episode we did in season three. Yeah, and we kind of touched upon or like the death of TV and things like that and how now kind of like creators can taking control of their own kind of content yeah and people can rather consuming that than mm. consuming um actual produced tv and yeah. content as well so i think this is the, the trend now yeah um, the trend of independent creators trying to take over mm. um you know a whole kind of corporation yeah, of, yeah. Of, of 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 uh of, of content creators and mm. things like that and um yeah i mean it's, it's really really amazing i mean you could even um we can we can even go as far as how Nico Omolano, how he ran for the mayor of London, mm. and obviously he 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 beat all of the other independent people that had big budgets, five million dollars, sorry, five million pounds, and so on and so forth, and he came on top mm. not because he had that amount of money, because he had the power of YouTube and blogging and social media behind. Him. Yeah, so I think this is the kind of trend that we're going to start to see. We're going to see, like you know, for instance, I don't I, I don't even want to bring this man name up, Trump. 
Yeah. <laughs> he had. <laughs> you love. You gotta love. I mean, some people hate him. Um, I, you know, but you got. You can love him. You're gonna hate him. Yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah, yeah I hate him, but okay. yeah, but I don't know. Hate is a strong word. I dislike him. Okay. Um, since like, yeah, <laughs> and look at him with his campaign. Yeah, and or like he has social media, like. He said something and it was so shady. It was about um, Hillary Clinton. And when he was like, oh, she got all of these, like Beyonce and all of these it's true. people to do the campaign. Yeah, and still true. he beat. And still he beat. Okay. Yeah. And it's, yeah. yeah. But I mean, he's got people that are doing his dirty work for him and that. But social media played a massive That's part it within it. Like, didn't, wasn't there a thing where they started, I think, wasn't it from then? Oh, somebody might shoot me in the foot on this one because I might—I don't know if I'm saying wrong information mm -hmm. on this. But I think they start. That's when you know anything political or anything. If you were writing on Twitter, they would censor it on like Twitter. Or oh, I remember when people were doing voting when um, when it was against Trump and Biden, and then um, like you, like any tweet like like any Trump tweet or something like that. They had to, I don't know, they were very, people couldn't say who they were voting for or True. something like that. Yeah, True. because of influence or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where the most recent 2020 yeah. campaign, right? Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. I think social media also helped to, I mean, this is my theory. I think social media helped to play a part in oh, of course. Biden winning this time. Yeah, yeah. Because, because obviously a whole group of people didn't like Trump. But then they can't declare whether they're voting because that was the thing, celebrities, they couldn't, they they were not allowed to say who you were voting for. There was a censor within that. I think as long as it was Trump, that they were they were like getting cancelled. They were getting cancelled, but I think actually no, tell a lie. I think even when it was the Biden, see this is yeah. I need to do. But I because I think there was people like Kim Kardashian yeah. and all of that. Mm -hmm. I think they voted for Biden, but yeah. they couldn't say it. They, they say, you know they oh, were right. like, oh yeah, I voted, get your votes up and that, yeah. but. Yeah, but then there were others that came out like proudly, like The Rock. Um, yeah, yeah. But then you had like fifty, like Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent actually voted for um, Trump because he didn't want to be called fifth. He didn't want to be didn't want to be um, five cent, or whatever, whatever you call it. That's what he said because obviously Trump, Biden's heavily taxing the rich. Yeah. But then um, something happened. I think Chelsea, whatever her name is, you know, maybe convinced him to. Mm. I don't know what she did, but convinced him to vote for Biden. And he came out saying, "F Trump, um, I'm gonna vote for Biden." Anyway, man. Yeah. Anyway, I um, won't too focus too much on the 2020 election. Know, yeah. That's that. That's that's in the that's past. Been there, done but that. Yeah, yeah, what we're talking about essentially is the role social media and online marketing and internet has in our today's generation massive yeah. part to play. Let's keep this going, Kobe. Um, this is good content so far. Um, yeah. Tell us, about, is, um, are there any particular shows when you're not working that you enjoy watching, like factual TV? Maybe you're growing up watching. I think you may have mentioned a couple. Yeah, so um, I watch a lot of like I do watch like some documentaries and yeah. that, but I do love mm. reality TV. Like, mm. like it was like Love Island, um, Married at First Sight UK. Yeah. Like love is blind. Um, I do like a few dramas. There's um, a drama oh, really? on Netflix. Okay. It's called I don't know. Just <laughs> <laughs> say what you're comfortable to say. You know, I can say it. No, no. It's called Sex Education. Okay. It's on Netflix. Okay. But it's actually really good. Okay. <laughs> it's really good. It's a night. It's a it's a good drama. Mm. What else? Um, it's just basically just like people it actually shows a lot about like consent and all of those sort of things it's actually really the title of it is like huh but actually when you watch it, it and it talks about like friendships okay. and all, yeah it's really really good i'd mm. advise people to watch um, to watch it it's good okay um what else do i 
what else do I watch? Um, mm-hmm. I I do watch like YouTube stuff, like a few, like yeah, like yeah. YouTube. Um, and that's the thing, YouTube's taken over. YouTube taken is over taken now. over. Yeah, actually, YouTube is actually taken over television. It has. Oh, clearly has. Yeah. It clearly, clearly has. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything, when you were growing up, maybe there was anything that you remember that you were growing up, factual documentaries or... I remember growing up, I watched a lot of TV. Even my dad used to be like, oh, God. When <laughs> I was like, I remember I was in primary school. I don't know if he, my dad was yeah. being a bit too strict. Yeah. But um, I remember he would disable the television. No, yeah. because he just loved watching TV. Yeah. And I think back then, that's probably, I mean, we didn't have, really have the internet as much, so yeah. TV was more was of a whole thing. Yeah, it was more of an influence. It was more of an influence yeah. than, obviously, internet and social media. Exactly. And this is probably another perfect segue to kind of like yeah. um, learn more about how you kind of got into the industry. Would you say TV played a part in wanting you to get into the industry, working in the industry, or just you just slump upon it by accident? You know what? Um, I got into TV by accident. I didn't. I had no intention. <laughs> wild guess. I had no intentions of, intention wow. of working in TV. Yeah. And I, before, when I used to say my story, I used to feel kind of bad because it is a competitive industry. It is, yeah. And then, so someone like me to say, "Oh yeah, I kind of went into it by accident." Not, but yeah. by, by accident. I mean, yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't no, the main plan. It wasn't the it wasn't yeah. the main plan. Then I used to feel like, oh, I feel like I sound a bit ungrateful because I know loads of people would like try to get. They were killed to be in your seat. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But um, I enjoy what I do, and then I have to remember I have actually worked. I've actually had to work to get to even where I am right, right, now yeah, in yeah. that sort of way, and I am definitely a person where if I don't like something, then I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, do it on the long term. Yeah. So how I got into TV was, um, so what's that, what happened again? Oh, I've got to go back. <laughs> I started. I'll say I started my media career. Okay. When I was like 18, 19. Mm. So when I was in uni, I was like first year uni and I got work experience at Radio 1 and 1 Extra. Okay. And then um, I met this one of the producers on there. I think he was leaving the BBC at the time mm. to do his own thing. And then he actually launched his own radio station in, in Stratford, London for the um, Olympics, actually. Mm. Yeah, this was, it was 2012. Yeah, 2012. Yeah, I know. Such a long almost time ago. 10 years ago. Yeah, literally, it's so mad. Yeah. And then um, he thought I did like a good job on my work experience. And he said, oh, you should like carry on. And actually, too, how I got the work experience, I applied. No, my mum worked for the council. And then they were saying about they're looking for people within the East London area because the Olympics was coming to East London. Yeah, for boost for the area. Yeah, boost for the area for people to come who are interested in working in media Mm -hmm. um, to come um, like this work experience there to, to apply for it. And then um, my mom told me, I'll oh, just apply. And this, you don't know what, what could happen. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh. I was, I was, I'm coming down. I have nothing to do on, on the summer. <laughs> I, had, I had my, I had my little, my, I had my retail job at the time. I was working yeah. part-time at Dune, okay. the shoe shop. And yeah. then nice. after I applied for the work experience, a little did I think that I would get it. But one thing is what the application for me, I did like literally sell myself in there. So yeah, you have to, right? Yeah. So um I got narrowed down. I did the whole application 
and then I got now had an interview. Then yeah, I got a work experience, nice. and then um, so even that was competitive just to get the work experience. Yeah, that was very competitive. Yeah, nice. that was competitive. But even I was like, oh, let me just let me just go for it. Like, there's no harm in mm-hmm. try. One thing I know about me is I will try. I don't see any harm in trying. And if I don't, then I don't. At the end, of it, it just wasn't go. supposed to be. There you go. That's yeah, the mentality. Yeah, the mentality. Yeah. yeah. So um, fast forward. Yeah. So that's the backstory. How I got the experience at Radio One and One Extra. Mm-hmm. So yeah, then I met that producer. Um, and he was like launching his radio station in East London, um, and then um, I um, got to do and it, and even for the radio one. So I had to, I got to interview talent like um, so there were celebrities. Um, some I, I interviewed Trey Songs. Did you? Yeah, okay. Bob. Um, there were other people I can't okay. remember. Like Sean it's part, Paul. It's part, of the work part of the work oh, experience. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I got like my little taste within within interviewing, and then <laughs> yeah, and then that guy saw that I was quite good at that. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, do my radio station and all of that. Yeah. Um, work on it, and then um, we, and then I started realizing that I was better coming up with ideas for the for like shows, mm-hmm. like for how a show should feel, like if it's a music show or something like that, instead of me talking like on the mic. I know you would think someone like me, I could talk in that, but <laughs> I feel like when the spotlight is on me and I'm under pressure, I don't yeah, like it. You don't like it, yeah. I don't, I, I don't like it. It's not for everyone. It's not for everyone, and I real and I realized that very early on because loads of people want to be in front of the cameras or want to be, but yeah. they don't want to be behind it. Behind so it, yeah. I knew, I knew, I knew uh, that my element in that. Yeah. So that's how that's kind of how you made that transition. It so made okay, the trans- I don't want to be in the spot. I run rather be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew that. I knew that very early on. Mm. But even still, radio was my plan B. So I was still. So even after the Olympics and that, I was still doing radio stuff at the at the at the radio station and. Yeah. um and I wanted to become a therapist. Ah. Yeah, I wanted to become a therapist. <laughs> I know it's mad. I, I am very interested within the mind and the way how people act. Even when I'm doing it, like when I'm like <laughs> meeting people, I'm like very, I'm very noticed. I'm like, oh, that's quite interesting. Like, yeah. And I think I was very interested Curiosity. within the mind. Yeah, mm. the courier. Yeah. Mm. Psychology. Do you think psychology is school at any point by any chance? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that probably made it, made a fact, was probably a contributing factor. Yeah. I did as well. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, exactly that. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I was like, yeah, this is my thing. So, I finished, when I finished uni, I, um, I knew that I was going to do drama therapy for... Um, because it was drama therapy. That's a, that was a, that was a type of um, therapy I wanted to get into. So therapy, um, drama therapy is using like um, puppets and all of those sort of things there to kind of communicate to people in a way. It's a form. Of, it's a it's it's a very interesting. Type in drama therapy. Drama therapy. Okay. And guys, it's interesting. I mean, we'll put it in the show notes. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> it was um, it was good. So. Um, oh god, this is so long-winded. Okay, no, go for it. Go yeah. So okay. I, um, I, in order for me to do a to do a master's in drama therapy, mm-hmm. I had to have experience working with um, people, mm-hmm. and that and whether that was vulnerable people or just like what like working in the school, working in a care home mm-hmm. or something like that. And then I was like, you know, I'm just gonna work in a school. And then um, later down the line, I realized that it wasn't for me. Mm. Uh, yeah, I realized that. No, this, yeah, I'm not that much of a people person as I thought I was. Mm. And then I, but then I was still doing radio on the side. I was still doing it on the side. I still really enjoyed it. Um, 
And um, oh yeah, by the way, I didn't even say what I studied at uni. I did drama and film literature at university, so okay. I studied that. It was a joint so that helps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Film so, literature, yeah. So yeah, helps. film literature. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, well, in my career, I don't think it's helped me with my career. With okay, my career. Okay, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. Not at all. Okay. No, like film literature, drama, and film literature is like basically like English literature, but it's like you're watching a film and you're adding literature onto That's it. That's all it is. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so what happened? Yeah, so I, back to the school. I, I wasn't I wasn't happy in the school, and then um, at the radio station. By this point, I went to represent radio. Mm, um, yeah, represent. So I did stuff behind the scenes um, within that. So like coming up with ideas and all of that. And funny enough, some of the ra- and uh, some of the people who I did radio with, even back at that radio station in East London, some of them are actually now radio presenters on on the big shows. So wow. it's a um, Rebecca Jude, she's actually a presenter on Apple Music. As a, yeah. And like other people, there's that like Reese Parkinson. Mm. Um, yeah, all of these people. And they, I was like, I remember you lot. Yeah. I wasn't like Fred, but I, you know, we used to see yeah. them and all of that. See all of them co- come up now. Yeah, yeah, I used to see, yeah. So I would, I was, I was like, oh yeah, I see, <laughs> see you lot. And all of that. Even though I was like, that person on the side, I'm like, <laughs> no one would remember me that much. Yeah. But um um yeah, so one of the one of the guys, he did he worked with the youth at Represent. He told mm. me that there's a TV event in um the O2 with Ravensbourne University. Okay. And like he thought that I would be good to go to that event. Like, you don't know what you you don't know who you can meet there, and he That's thought true. TV might be good for you because you're quite you what you kind of do behind the scenes within with us. So true. why no, don't you yeah. just go? Yeah, and then um I so one thing led to another. Thing. One thing led to another. I I and I remember I went to that event, but the day before I went to that event, I actually wasn't about to go. Oh, I wasn't about to go, and then my manager at the time no she wasn't my she was like my supervisor she wasn't mm. my manager who's actually a good really close um, good mate of mine still from today she told yeah. me go to that event because you're unhappy here you don't know what could happen true went to that event that little nudge literally that little nudge mm. I, I would always thank her because if it wasn't for her I don't think I would I don't know life would have been a bit different yeah I went to that event and then um, I um, had my CV with me she, told, she even told me print out your CV and have your picture behind it. <laughs> Gave my CV and I and I met a talent manager and the talent manager is the recruiter is the person who recruits. They work at a production company and they they recruit the people. Okay. But met her and then after that afternoon mm-hmm. I got I was going to do the radio um show <laughs> and then I get a call from her saying that there's a there's a job um there's a runner job available. Are you free? Um are you free? And I'm like, yeah, I'm free. Like, Do you want to come for an interview? The next day was my birthday. It was oh, my 23rd birthday. No way. And then actually they asked me, how old am I? Actually, and then <laughs> and, it, and it was for the show Obsessive Composer Cleaners. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I think we talked about that show before. So I think we may have talked about the show yeah, before. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I worked and then I went in for the interview and then, yeah, they liked me. They, they said that the job's only for two weeks and I didn't know really know about it, the TV industry being freelance. Mm-hmm. And then you know what? They gave me the job. They liked me. Yeah. They gave me the job. They like you start on Monday. So basically, I didn't return back to the school. Uh, I left without giving them any notice. Just left without notice. I left without notice, and I said, I literally was like, and God was telling me, and I remember I spoke about it. God was like, Yeah, go for it. Even though it's only two weeks, yeah, you don't know what that can lead to. Mm. That two weeks turned into 
that now that two weeks is now six and a half years because I did that two because I was there. They contracted me for two weeks, then that two weeks turned into eight months. Wow. And then I. So you're just now you're just permanent now. Yeah, so, wow. not permanent, but like yeah, I still jump, but I'm in, I'm still like it's for you. Obviously, you're more more or less. Yeah. Permanent. Wow. Yeah. What so that story. was a bit of a long story, but nah, yeah. it's a good story. Yeah. I'm sure you won't be taking notes from this. Uh, taking notes to you know in terms of how they kind of break in. Yeah. Into that sector. Um, I mean, don't don't leave a job without giving them notice. Okay, so that's probably one thing. I would advise that, that. You wouldn't advise that. Okay, that's, yeah. that's, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Because you want to keep relationships. I mean, I guess industry relationships are important, right? Yeah, but I think even that I felt, well, I mean, it was a bit, if I look back, it was a bit unprofessional on my end. It's like, I've just, especially if you're working in a school or something like that, you just like leave yeah. without any notice. Mm. But I was younger then. I was like, what? 20, 23, I'm 29 now. Wow. That's so, right. yeah, I know. And I was like, <laughs> but it was either that or I lose out on an opportunity. And then I knew I was unhappy. And then I know that this is my path. This is my career. Mm. Um, yeah. But I don't regret it. There you go, man. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned, obviously, like, you know, just God, you believe that kind of God kind of led you to where you are today. Well, 100. Yeah, how, how, how important do you feel like your faith is, like, and other influences have been to kind of where you are today? Oh God! Look, oh God is so good. Amen. God is so good. I'm just especially grateful. to navigate you through the ups and downs as well. Yeah, yeah. The ups and downs because there are ups and downs in this industry as well. It's not yeah. all rosy and all of that. Like mm. it's not all like flashing that. But yeah. God has been like the key to. I mean, I've always I've been a Christian. I mean, I'm I'm a born again Christian. I was born again. Amen. Um, in April 2018, were you at my baptism? I could not think I was. Oh, okay. So I thought that you were my baptism. So I yeah, I can't remember actually. Yeah, actually, but I think I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a it was a remarkable moment. Yeah, to see yeah, you. yeah. Remarkable moment. Obviously, I, I've known you for quite some time. Yeah, I've seen you yeah. transformed to become the man that you are today. <laughs> cheers, bro. Killing it, killing cheers, everything bro. you do. Cheers, yeah. bro. No, cheers. Yeah, man. No, like definitely, God. Yeah, and I think to those comments, no, God has. Because I think every it's not only in TV. Every job has got its challenging times and that. But it's just mm. it's just for you to stay sane. Yeah, and for you to just I don't know. Yeah, just just talk to him. Like I know for me, yeah. Without God, I am I'm nothing. Without God, mm. and yeah, mm. yeah, like. <laughs> So I'm just so grateful for it's God. Fine. At the thank, yeah, thank, we thank God. Yeah, thank God. What's one tip you give to someone like working in factual TV or just TV in general? Just wants to work or is about to work in the industry. Just one tip, simple tip. I think one tip I would give is, um, no, go in there. Uh, uh, you know what? And I think I've said I've even said it before, but I think it's like yeah, it's all well and good you want to be creative but what what do you creative there's so it's such a broad sense it's such a it's such a broad sentence but go in do you like i think if you want to and the thing about tv is but then it's 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 on on the other end because then my end is you see a lot of the people is like white middle class people like where they've got connections within the industry yeah. so I feel like somebody who from a disadvantaged background mm -hmm. might find it if will find it a bit difficult because and there's so many departments in television because 
there's editorial and then there's production. People don't talk about production that much. And mm. production, that department, they deal with budget. Yeah. They deal within um like sort of hiring like like runners and all of that. Like they come up with the logistics within like certain stuff within the schedule yeah. and and all of that. And that doesn't really get spoken it's about. Under, it's underrated. Yeah, it's underrated. Definitely, definitely. So yeah. what I would advise somebody trying to get into the industry, try to find out what you want to do within the industry. Because you might think that, oh, I want to... Um, like, if you're going to come in, let's say, in the, in the mindset that you want to make programs, mm-hmm. um, I definitely say you don't... It's not... Uh, it's... I wouldn't say they always say, "Oh, you know how to shoot and all of that." But there's some people who are non-shooters yeah. who don't know how to shoot and all. But if you're if you're very interested in coming up with ideas, yeah, and um, knowing at getting access into places and all that, it's like if you come up with an idea, if you come up with an idea, like I don't know, you want to film, I don't know, you want to film in. Oh, this is such a basic idea. You want to you want to do a, a documentary about filming in Fort Park. Yeah. The first thing they're going to ask is, do you have access? And what they mean about access is, do you have the access, the permission to film, to film the, in yeah. there? It's a lot of hoops. Yeah, a lot of hoops and a lot of like money and all of those sort of things yeah. there. But what I would advise is come in there keen. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to come up with ideas and try to find out what you want to do within it, because there's so many departments. So there's, many. there's there's even like departments, even like sound. Of course. E- people like music supervisors yeah. or or, edi- or editing and, and all of that. So many there's, parts that th- come together. When th- you see the credits of a show, that will tell you everything you need to That do. will tell you and re- do your research. And I think yeah. some people also get conflicted where you want to work in TV, but you want to be in front of the screens. Yeah. If you, if you want to be in front of the screens, then yeah. I mean, my friend, I can't help you because I don't know about <laughs> in front yeah. of the screen and the way and how they, yeah, because then even even with that, yeah, even if you want to be in front of the screens, you know, back in the, I don't even know if they still do it, but if my advice is if you're getting ripped off, um, if you're doing this, don't do it because you're getting ripped <laughs> off. Stop <laughs> asking people to do show reels and all of that. Like if yeah. you present it on pictures, it's a rip off. It's a rip off, yeah. A lot of the time people if you want to be on front of the screens, like production companies or producers, they're finding people, people who work in development, they're finding people online. It's like online, like seeing your YouTube and yeah, all of those sort of things. Trying to scout new talent yeah, like mentioned before. Exactly, yeah. What we touched on before. Yeah. So yeah, so that that's my advice to people who want to be on screen, but behind the scenes, yeah. do your research on what you want what you want to do and know that there's so many do your research on there's so many different departments wow. um, within television. Um, and it's a place for everyone as well. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. Some fantastic yeah, your skills are not lim- your skills are not limited. Even if you want to start like now, yeah, like trust me, your skills are not limited. Everybody, everybody, I believe everybody has can bring something new to the table. To the table. So yeah, and that's where we are right now on the table. Yeah, Kobe, you've been a fantastic guest. Thank man. you. Um, you said Kobe's Kobina. Kobina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still, still work in progress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. Yeah. Kobina, you've been a fantastic guest so Thank far, you. man. Uh, just to bring this to a close, actually. Um, so this is one question sometimes I ask guests. So um, if I mention Accra to you, what, what thoughts, feelings, ideas, emotions come to mind? I'm not sure the last time you were in Accra. Um, this is the son of Accra. Um, what kind of thoughts, feelings come to mind when someone mentions the word Accra to you? 
that's a good question. Yeah. The minute I hear a cry, and funny, it's so interesting that you say that because when you say it, I'm like, oh, it takes me back to Ghana. So yeah, of course, it takes me back to my heritage. Obviously, as yeah. got um, Ghana, um, it takes me back to like the city, um, like. Um, was it like the football stadium? Where's that? Yeah, the Accra football stadium. Yeah, yeah. But I just think of like Osu, like the central pits of, or like Accra Moor. It just, or like Golden Tulip. It just, mm-hmm. it just takes me back to like the good times in like Ghana, yeah. um, Ghana, or like move or moving pick, moving pick, yeah. Like and. And also like the streets, like the like the market, like me getting my Kelly <laughs> with like kebab. Jeez. Um, yeah, just, yeah. Just, just that. Just that. Yeah. Yeah. It just my yeah. I do miss Ghana. Good uh, the last time I was in Ghana was 2018. That's not too bad. So it's a while, that feels like a while ago. <laughs> it's like Actually, no. To be fair, some people haven't bad. been since they were like 20, like 20 years. Yeah, I met someone yesterday that hasn't been since they were nine. So no, that's yeah, wild. It's wild. That's yeah. wild. So you they're need to growing go. for the first time. Since they were nine this year. So oh wow! Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh god, it's developed a lot. No, my dad lives out there, so ah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So wow, man. Going there. Yeah, Kobina, it's been great having you on. Thank you How so can much. People connect with you, find you if if you're open to that. Yeah, so you can find me on on <laughs> yeah. No, I'm gonna <laughs> say my Twitter handle. So my Twitter handle, and I say this story all the time when I've done podcasts. Um, and my Twitter handle is man like Kobzina. Man like Kobzina. Um, yeah, <laughs> man like Kobzina. Do you wanna spell that out? Yeah. So it's M A N. Um L I K E. Okay. K O B Z. Okay. U N A. Okay. So and the reason there's a story behind that. The reason why I put that there was because um. I didn't want employers to find me on social media and then yeah. I went viral on Twitter oh, and, then they, and then they managed to find me. Yeah, I wrote a tweet and I went viral. Oh, okay. And then b- the people found me, yeah, <laughs> people found me. And then my Instagram is, um, this is Cobby Woods. Okay. So T-H-I-S-K-O-B-I-W-O-O-D-S. Yeah, because this is Cobby Woods, yeah. Yeah, man. So yeah. Some nice recent pictures on there. Yeah, hey, the fashion, <laughs> fashion game is on the hundred thousand, man. Ray. I'm trying to catch up, man. Mate, <laughs> you're, you're you're not that bad, bro. You're oh, not that we're bad. trying. I'm learning. I'm taking notes. Every time I see your pictures, I'm taking notes, man. Hey, oh god, Medassi P, Medassi P, Medassi. So the guys, that's it. Um, that's today's episode, the Sound of Accra podcast. Once again, for today's show notes, head over to thesoundofacra.com forward slash. Uh, Cobina. Yeah. Cobina. That's Cobina. it. K O B I N A. All right. Um, hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'll see you in the next one. If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, like, comment. Thank you very much, guys. Right. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.